the energy of adventure. As we head into the adventurous season of the year, we are excited to share on this day's podcast. I want a yeehaw. I want a wahoo. I want to get into today's adventure because it is the season of summer, certainly here in the Northern Hemisphere, and we are getting ready to enjoy some adventures. We hope you are too, and we can't wait to talk the energy adventure here on today's episode. Hi, we're sisters Kay and Shai, and we're the hosts of the Infinite Energy Podcast. We believe that everyone has the power to live a more energized, optimistic, and fulfilling life. In every episode, we share tips and techniques for harnessing your own power and creating the life you deserve. Get ready to ignite and discover the limitless power of Infinite Infinite Energy. Ah, summertime, the late nights, the crisp mornings, the warmth, the ability to be outdoors. And hey, hopefully you're getting your helping of adventure this year. Right. All of us have been kids at one point, which means summer meant something to you. It usually meant your adventure season as a kid. And for those of us who have children now, we know that our kids are out of school, which means we're in charge of orchestrating adventure season now, which can be sometimes daunting, but most times a lot of fun. And this summer, we've got some fun adventures coming up with our kids, including our annual 4th of July trek up to see mom and dad on the coast of Southern Oregon. We're so excited for that trek. And and right before before we go on that, well, we're actually headed down to Los Angeles with our mom to go to a Sad Guru conference. We're so excited, but we're going in, we're going down for the conference. We come home, we have one day home to pack and clean up and to get turned around, and we drive away the next day because Shyla and I are big fans of the energy of adventure. Right? Adventure. Well, before we go any further with it, we all have the feeling and understanding and vibe and adventure, but this isn't an episode of the Infinite Energy Podcast without our definition of the day. So a definition of adventure. Let's hear it. An adventure is an exciting experience or undertaking that is typically bold, sometimes risky. Adventures may be activities with danger, such as traveling, exploring, skydiving, mountain climbing, scuba diving, river rafting, or other extreme sports. Right. So sometimes danger may be risky, doesn't have to include those things. And we want to talk about even cultivating that sense of adventure outside of the big calendar events and vacation times so that you're hopefully feeling that energy faucet turn on a little more often in your life because it's just too juicy not to. All right. Well, the one, the one definition we get in here that is not given the qualifier of typically is that adventure is an exciting experience. So let's just come down to adventure is an exciting experience. How often do you experience something exciting? Now, maybe you aren't attuned yet to the exciting things that are happening in your life already, but remembering that adventure doesn't necessarily mean we booked the big giant trip to Italy. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go on the perfect Yosemite weekend with your children or your family. Adventure is an exciting experience or undertaking that is typically bold and sometimes risky, right? Typically, the only ones that don't have that qualifier is the exciting experience or undertaking. So if anything in your life brings you excitement, 
you're channeling the energy of adventure, right? And if you want to lean into it, make it a little bold, right? You're having an exciting experience. What could make it bolder? Is there, is there something fun that you can do? Do you want to smell the flower? Do you want to high five the reaper to yeah. harken back to the energy of fun? If you'll remember that reference, right? To, to live the life, the, the, the joie de vivre, right? To enjoy the je ne sais quoi of, of what it is that makes life textural, special, enjoyable and so amazing and magnificent. All right. So why is adventure so freaking alluring? Right. Well, like, I mean, it's great. We lo- as like, humans are so drawn. Being exci- excited is great. I think that's why probably. Raise your hand if you like adventure. Yay. I, yeah. I want to raise my foot too. <laughs> yeah, adventure, adventure is awesome. So like, come on. Having adventure is so much fun. Now, one of the things that adventure brings us is it brings us novelty. Now, one thing about novelty is that it is like neuroscience and neurochemical candy. Your brain on novelty is not like your brain on any other experience that you can have. Now, novelty isn't just meaning cute, fun toys or things at amusement parks. Novelty means when we experience something new that provides us the feeling of awe, right? We get in that space of awe because we've experienced something new. So novelty, it it allows us, adventure allows us the opportunity to experience these brand new things that give us novelty. And novelty is, is a unique experience in the human brain. And so we can channel it when we channel the energy of adventure. Right. Finding those things. What's new? What's interesting? What do I like about this? That can help you just expand that sense of adventure in our lives. Right. Um, It says here that the sense of adventure taps into the human being's fundamental desires for exploration, growth and the pursuit of meaningful connections, making it an irresistible call that stirs our souls and invites us to embrace the extraordinary. Like even just reading that sentence, I'm like, yes. Pro adventure. I'm going to stand on the pro adventure adventure platform here. (laughs) And I don't think anybody would be against that. right? Right. Now, sometimes you get through something and you're like, that was an adventure. Right. Because sometimes the bold and risky stuff doesn't pay off. And so adventure does have uh, often, not uh, not too often, but depending on your own sense of judgment, uh, it can have these parts that are these elements that are scary, that are hard, that maybe it's a swing and a miss. Maybe you make a big assumption and you don't get the thing or you overstep your boundary or you over ask and you get cut out. Right. Those things happen in life. And so that bold and risky part, it adds to and fuels, I think, that sense of adventure. It definitely does. And I love, Shai, earlier that you said if you want to cultivate the exciting things in your life and maybe take them to that next adventure, we can e- we can create additional things that help our adventures be bold, right? Have your exciting moments go to that next level, right? We don't want it to go so far that we are bold off the edge of a cliff without a parachute, okay? So like adventure responsibly, please. <laughs> uh, but, but when we decide that we're going to be bold in these adventure moments, it might mean like, Oh, here's a good one. Recently, I was in Carmel on a solo adventure trip. I went on my very first ever solo travel trip. It was wonderful and it was beautiful. I went to a coffee shop and I got extra crazy about everything that I did there. I like brought my beats out. I wrote a letter on my like cute stationery. I like got a cute coffee. I was in a corner on a nice like leather chair. And of course I'm on Cannery Row and I'm in Monterey Bay and everything's very historic and it's so wonderful. Now I could have just gone to Cannery Row and walked around. I could have just 
gone to Cannery Row and got a cup of coffee. I could have just gone into the Starbucks or ordered my mobile, sat at a table and been fine, right? No, but I'm in an exciting experience. I'm in a moment where if I'm bold, I could turn this into an adventure. And so that's exactly what we did. We, we, took, we took the font and we, and we highlighted it and we went up to the top and we said, let's make it bold. And we took it uh, and we made it a little bit more vibrant, right? I took that experience and I made it more vibrant by adding in just a little bit more, more for that sense of adventure. Now, what Kay's talking about is being able to add this element of adventure into our daily lives to think about ways that we can cultivate it and use it because it's exciting. It's novel. Your brain loves it. You'll love it. It helps you be more involved with life. Colors are more vibrant. But when we think about adventure from this historical or even from the, I think, the fictional place, right? Adventure starts to take on the, the I think, to me, I'm really imagining like the epic tale, right? Like the dragon slayer. Like the like the adventure and the stories that we have around the hero's journey, right? The ultimate adventure, the bigger the challenge and adversity, the bigger the hero, the crazier the adventure and the more memorable it is and the more we tell the story. But without the big challenge and without the resilience, hearkening back to last week, last week's episode of The Hero, we don't have the tale of the adventure at all. And so understanding that there's these all these elements to appreciate and enjoy, but historically speaking, adventure has meant really big things and it demonstrates as humans we've been fascinated by this for a long time we really have and it's hard not to be right you hear a hero's journey you hear uh, uh, somebody taking on the call to adventure and going forth and doing it right i think about like like the odyssey right let's go back mm-hmm. to like homer you know, where like this has been so, since the ancient times, uh, humans have had this this want and this need for it. And I think that that it is probably this desire inside is built out of our need for novelty, our need for building, mm-hmm. our our natural curiosity, our our need to break routine and escape monotony. Um, you, you know, if you think about a bird, a, a bird is going to build their nest and lay their eggs, and then their eggs hatch, and the babies leave the nest and the mom and the daddy bird are like, bye, see you later, right? And then the next year they get back together and they have another nest and they have more eggs and then those babies grow up and they go, bye, see you later. And there's never this like, well, you didn't call for Thanksgiving. You didn't come back around, right? Because humans have different needs than basic instinct level animals. And the call to adventure, this idea of the need for something novel, for something new, for something exciting, for our dad, for something Kajanga. Now, it would be that need for you to go out and do something that would then stoke progress, that would stoke resilience, and that would ultimately stoke the expansion of the human race as a whole. Well, for those of you who are fans of the adventure of Wayne's World, you got that Kajanga joke right there. (laughs) We look forward to getting into more tales of adventure in our next segment, so stay tuned. Truth Talk, we're back after 31 days off social media, and this time it's been hard. It was way harder. We missed all of you. We missed scrolling. We missed all the highlights, but we're so happy to be back. All along, we have been planning exciting events coming up here. We can't wait to share with you now that we are back. So be here to follow along for all things Kay and Chai. And we saw so many of you tuning into the Infinite Energy podcast while we were away, and we are so glad that you did.
to all of you who do listen to the Infinite Energy Podcast. Thank you for being a loyal listener. For those of you who haven't tuned in yet, we hope you'll find us on your favorite podcast platform. And we're so glad to be back with all of you here on social media. See you soon and stay tuned. We're talking leadership this week, and one of the organizations we are so proud to be at the helm of is the Neuroencoding Institute. We got to co-found the Neuroencoding Institute alongside Dr. Joseph McClendon III, amazing, world-renowned neuropsychologist and incredible mentor and teacher. If you're at all interested in learning more about what the Neuroencoding Institute does and what it can do for you, please visit neuroencoding.com. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore our complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash angel phoenix productions. All right, the call to adventure is so well known that it is even profiled in depth in what is known as the hero's journey. Now, you may be familiar with the hero's journey. It is the archetype of the hero going on, you know, the one, the challenges, the Luke Skywalker, the Harry Potter, the Frodo Baggins, right? It's, it's the hero's journey, but adventure, adventure is the key to kicking the whole thing off, right? Adventure is that this call to adventure, a summoning, a great challenge, a choice, a moment for our hero to step up. This call to action interrupts the hero's life, the hero to be, right? Because in the beginning of the story, they're not the hero. Usually they've got some qualities that make you a little questionable about if they're actually going to make it through, right? A little questionable, just like the rest of us, right? All, just like all of us. But we have a moment in our lives and certainly in these stories as well, we get to see it exaggerated. But this call to adventure happens, this moment. And can we step up? And, and in the epic stories and in the epic story of your life, you have stepped up, right? This is the beginning of the hero's journey. Yes, I'll live, right? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go to the master's school. I'll move to the new city. I'll say yes to the new relationship. I'll get on the new thing. I'll travel to the new place. I'll do the new job, right? You say yes to the new adventure. And so the journey begins. So the journey begins. Now, this disruption of the ordinary piece, I, I, if you've ever seen the movie Frozen 2, what is coming forward for me is when Elsa is standing on the balcony and she says, the winds are restless. Is that why I am hearing this call? Is something coming? I'm not sure I want things to change at all, right? Now, oftentimes before the disruption of the ordinary, we get a sense that something's going on, that something might change in our life, a little tickle. And then there's this, but I'm not sure that I want things to change at all, right? Uh, but, uh, but maybe things are good the way that they are. Now, this is when when that event then comes that, that changes your life so dramatically. In Elsa's case, it was the fact that the elements came in and kicked everybody out of their town and made Arendelle uninhabitable and she had to go on an adventure to figure it out, right? But this was the disruption of her ordinary. And, and this moment is so important because so many people shy away. So many people pull back when the ordinary gets disrupted or they go into fight, flight, or freeze. If you tuned into last week's uh, episode about resilience and they allow the disruption of the ordinary to disrupt their progress and ultimately keep them from becoming the hero that they could become. 
Well, those aren't the stories that get told. The stories that get celebrated and told are those that beckon to the call of adventure, that step up and then step into embracing the unknown, which is the next piece here, right? First, we have the disruption of ordinary life. This is the formula for adventure. Then we trigger the hero journey. Are we going to make the choice and step up to whatever it is, be it small or be it big? And then we embrace the unknown. This is where the hobbits leave the shire, <laughs> right? Like the You've never been outside of the Shire and now you're going to encounter some some beloved characters, some fearful places, some enchanted forests, right? Some bold and risky things. Oh, that sounds like an adventure. We're embracing the unknown. What we know not is what's ahead. What we know is behind. And so this an unknown ahead is a is a critical part of this formula when it comes to the adventure. I did not plan this. Okay. But Elsa's whole song when she then decides that she's going to go on the adventure is literally called into the unknown (laughs) into the unknown she embraces the unknown she hears a literal call oh my gosh could they have been any more tropey in putting this together Disney you see what you did here but also but also bravo because we're just now realizing and the movie came out years ago she hears a literal call of a voice to adventure and then she sings a song about going into the unknown where you do something you've never done before now the next step that we have is this acceptance or refusal right you move out into the unknown you get the call to adventure but then you've got to decide whether you're going to continue right the refusal might stem from fear or doubt but there's this point where a challenge happens early on. And sometimes in the story, we see some people will back out or there will be a point like it makes me think if we if we're going with the hobbits leaving the Shire, right? Frodo and Sam encounter Mm -hmm. some some uh, I I, want to call them Death Eaters, but that is the wrong franchise. But you guys know what I'm talking about. The big scary guys. Yeah, they encounter some big scary guys right in the beginning. And Sam and Frodo have a real, real, real talk there where Sam's like, bruv, we got this great life back in the Shire. What are we doing out here? This is stupid. And Frodo's like, no, we got to keep moving forward. Right. And so they have this moment of acceptance or refusal. And ultimately, of course, as you know, in this hero's journey, they accept. Well, what we also know is that later on, Sam's got to help Frodo a bunch of times. (laughs) Oh, he's the real hero. Don't get her started. Don't get her started. We're not getting started. We're not. But what we are going to talk about here is that what many of us believe is that once we are, once we accept the call to adventure, that adventure stops calling. It doesn't. It keeps calling and you have to keep answering. What does that mean? It means having to keep stepping up, keep saying yes to the choice, saying yes to the fear, to the risk, to the unknown. And so there's this uh, there's this perpetual acceptance and refusal. But in the great formula of fiction storytelling, we're going to see that culminate in very clear and sometimes exaggerated ways. Right. The the talks, the the tense moments, <laughs> the right? three trolls in the <laughs> hobbit with the soup. Right. They being cooked in the pot now right. to get out of the clever in the exactly. clever. The adventure keeps calling. And so there's this acceptance and refusal that has to happen along the way. And then finally we get that sweet, sweet payoff at the end 
the transformation and the heroic qualities emerging from our hero. Now, the transformation that comes forward is the hero reborn. The call to adventure served as a catalyst for the hero's transformation. It presents the hero with challenges, tests their courage, and forces them to develop new skills, inner strength, and resilience. The journey that follows the call allows the hero to acquire heroic qualities such as bravery, wisdom, compassion, and leadership. But it is the journey, it is the adventure that is the catalyst for that transformation. Now, many of you are likely listening to this right now and thinking of a time of transformation in your own life. Can you maybe do a little bit of working backwards? On the other side of that transformation, was there a call to adventure? Was there a time you had to accept or, or refuse? Were there times that you had to embrace the, the unknown? What was the trigger point for that journey? And, and how did all of this play together in order to get you to where you are today? You know, I can't help but think about it. I know we brought the analogy forward before, but when we ride a roller coaster, this is a fabricated sense of adventure, right? Because you know you're, I mean, you're safe. Like, obviously, there's the freak accidents and those kinds of things, but you're safe, right? So there's a, normally, if you're hurling towards the ground, that's terrifying, but you know that you're safe. So you get to have this fabricated sense of adventure, right? And knowing then when in the roller coaster of life, if we could move that sense of adventure over a little bit and just understand understand that uh, you, you've made it 100% of the time so far alive. And then on the 1% time when you don't make it, don't worry. <laughs> you won't have to worry about the other side of that because you won't be here, right? So you're going to be on the roller coaster until you're not, which means could you put your hands up and enjoy that adventure even when you're hurling towards the metaphorical ground. <laughs> what, what is the roller coaster hands up song? There's some some roller coaster. It's not that, but I'm here for okay. that. But regardless of what it is, we hope that you are enjoying this ride along the way as, as you're starting to see the adventure come forward. Now, Shai, what I love that you just described is that the idea that we can, if you tuned in last week to our episode of Resilience, we can actually build resilience through a seeking of adventure. So the more that we work our calls to adventure, the more that we get intentional about creating these bold and risky situations where we're doing exciting things, ultimately we build our confidence. We build our resilience to handle future situations. We give ourselves something new to do. We wash our brains with happy neurochemical soup. Thanks all and inspiring emotions, right? This is what it does for you. And so uh, if you're not sold on adventure yet, you're gonna have to stay tuned for the next segment because man, we we are here going at it today for the energy of adventure. Well, at the end of adventure comes transformation. As Kate just said, if you're looking for any of those things to be even a little bit transformed or up leveled, then a sense of adventure can help do that. So let's hear some stories of adventure and some more ideas of how to cultivate it in your life coming up next. One of our proudest business accomplishments is what we've been able to do with Squeeze In Franchising. The Squeeze In is a breakfast lunch restaurant featuring the best omelets on the planet, and it's been around for almost 50 years, and now you can have a Squeeze In in your community. We've seen how this business transformed our families, and now we are so excited to offer this to families around the country to see how this little restaurant might change their family and their community. If you're wondering how to set up your adult children for legacy and success through a small business, then the Squeeze In is an option we urge you to consider. Come find out more about Squeeze In franchising at squeezein.com. 
You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. We could sit here all day and tell you story after story of our own adventures, but you get enough of that here on the Infinite Energy Podcast. Let's talk a little bit about some other people's adventures. Let's hear about Cheryl Strayed's Pacific Crest Trail journey. In her memoir, Wild, Cheryl Strayed shares her transformative adventure of hiking the Pacific Crest Trail alone. After experiencing personal loss and facing internal struggles, she embarked on a challenging 1,100-mile journey of self-discovery. Through the physical demands and solitude of the trail, Cheryl found healing strength and a renewed sense of purpose. Her adventure on the PCT became a transformative experience that allowed her to confront her past, gain clarity, and ultimately rebuild her life. Okay, Cheryl, let's talk about that adventure in there. Okay, so she goes alone on an 1,100-mile hike well let's just, i mean <laughs> like i'm and think about the 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 formula if you know that adventure is going to help you with self-transformation you you don't say i'm going to wait for something to disrupt me like an 1100 mile alone solitude trek through uh, like the wilderness i mean that's an adventure. That's a that's that isn't it, right? Like that's so, if you, if you are looking for Disruption. transformation in your life, and, and and just like she was saying, you know, here at the end, it says it became a transformative experience that allowed her to confront her past, gain clarity, and ultimately rebuild her life. Right. So she she takes this intentional, bold, and risky, exciting event. And, and elongates it over a course of time in order to go for transformation. So we hope you're starting to recognize adventure as the vehicle that it is. Now let's look at Aaron Ralston's Solo Canyon Descent. Now you may have heard about Aaron Ralston in the film 127 Hours, but in case you haven't, let's hear about him now. While hiking alone in a remote Utah canyon, a boulder pinned his arm, leaving him trapped for days. Facing an unimaginable predicament, Ralston made the life-altering decision to amputate his own arm to free himself. This harrowing adventure became a catalyst for profound personal transformation. It forced Ralston to confront his mortality, reevaluate his priorities, and find newfound gratitude and appreciation for life. Man, he had the underlining on risk and danger for his level of adventure. But that's the thing about adventure, right, is that often it does include those components. Now, if you are more Cheryl speed where you fabricate it yourself and you make some calculated risks about that adventure, then you can maybe tailor it a little bit more. But the end result is still the same self transformation at the end of this harrowing, challenging adventure. Let's hear about another one. Ernest Shackleton's Endurance Expedition. In 1914, explorer Ernest Shackleton and his crew embarked on an ambitious expedition to cross Antarctica. However, their ship, the Endurance, became trapped in ice, leading to an arduous battle for survival. Shackleton's leadership and resilience were tested as they endured extreme conditions, limited resources, and isolation. The adventure became a crucible for personal growth, fostering camaraderie, courage, and determination among the crew. 
Despite not achieving their initial goal, Shackleton's leadership and the crew's resilience turned the expedition into a remarkable tale of triumph in the face of adversity. Okay, let's talk about this. But first off, way to go, guys. Yeah. Ernest Shackleton. Now, this is not just a single person. I hope you all heard this. This is Shackleton's leadership and the crew's resilience, right? This was a crew-wide adventure that they did not necessarily choose they just had to get through it and and work on it together, but ultimately found themselves through this remarkable tale of triumph. Now, if, if you are a leader or you are into leadership, and if you follow Shyla and I, chances are those are probably qualities that you have, then we hope that you take this away from maybe this portion of today's podcast, that adventure can be a catalyst for team growth, for team transformation, and for team building and rebuilding, depending on where you are in your business. The call to adventure isn't just exclusive to a singular person. The call to adventure can be transformative for a group of people, just as it was for Ernest Shackleton's endurance expedition. One adventure group exercises that we love to do is ropes courses and zip line challenge courses. It's so much fun. It's kind of like the roller coaster, a little bit of fabricated fear to get you to have that feeling of novelty, of excitement, uh, of adventure and getting to feel that aliveness as we like to talk about. It's one of those great ways that you can bring a group together. Anyone, anyone who has a shared experience that is of an adventurous type will be more more solidly bonded. And certainly we see that reflected in the Shackleton story and crew. Let's take a look at one more. Elizabeth Gilbert, author of Eat, Pray, Love, chronicles her transformative adventure across Italy, India, and Indonesia. Following a difficult divorce and a period of personal turmoil, Gil Gilbert embarked on a year-long journey of self-exploration. Through embracing the culinary delights of Italy, seeking spiritual enlightenment in an ashram in India, and finding love and balance in Bali, she discovered her inner peace, self-acceptance, and a renewed zest for life. Her adventure became a catalyst for personal transformation, enabling her to reclaim her happiness and forge a new path forward. I love her story, too. And we see that at, at the end, it's always the same. When we face the adventure, we come out the other side with self-transformation. And that's something that's so beautiful. And we see that expressing differently based on the different kind of adventure that these people were having. And these were all different kinds of adventures. So let's talk about some of these types of adventures. If you're like, I'm adventure hungry, how can I fill my adventure dance card with fun things to do while outdoor exploration? and nature adventures are some of our personal favorites. Definitely outdoor adventures in nature can be one of the best ways to get out there because the outside is risky and bold because we're squishy humans. Hi, our bodies are pretty dang resilient, but they are not very resilient in uh, comparison to mother nature. And so when we get out into nature, we go on our adventures, not only do we ground ourselves in the very environment from which we come, we give ourselves the opportunity to be amongst an element that is naturally wild and might give us that right condition to feel extra bold. Right. Even just this morning, my husband and I had the morning available and we got to go on a little hike. And so as I was thinking about, you know, we went outside, we had our outdoor adventure and the risk there isn't always necessarily like I'm going to die. Right. <laughs> but but sometimes I got a little scratch on my leg today. Or poops on Right. Me. Yeah. Or you like roll your ankle or you go off trail for a little bit. Right. Like those kinds of risks are part of the adventure. But so is the satisfaction. So is the exertion. So is the beautiful uh, benefits of being in nature 
nature and being outdoors and being immersed in it. So uh, nature adventures are ones that we love. Uh, one very widely celebrated adventure and one that we're certainly on the bandwagon of as well is travel adventures and cultural immersion. Oh, recently I got to go on a travel adventure. I mentioned it a little bit earlier in this podcast, but I got to go on my very first ever solo trip. I took uh, three nights. Thank you, Shyla, for supporting me in the business to go do this. And uh, took three nights to go to Carmel, California, all by myself. Yes, a call to adventure, something I've never done before, totally novel, something totally new. Now, this travel adventure was so transformative for me personally. Now, I'm 30 years old and uh, I have never done this. This is my first time ever having gone on a trip, which means that in my adult life, I have never been in a position where I haven't had to consult another person about what I want to go do. Like, oh, where are we going to go? What are we going to go do? What time do we want to leave? What's tomorrow's plan for us, right? It was just me and my decisions. And when I tell you that I came home from that travel adventure, a transformed woman, I have not felt the same ever since. Well, that's what adventure can do for you. And I was just doing the math and realizing that this podcast comes out the week that my son leaves for a pretty major adventure of his own. He's going to Costa Rica for eight days with a group from his middle school. And they've got all kinds of fun uh, community projects and learning things that they're doing alongside zip lines and river rafting and the fun stuff as well. But just imagining the growth and value that he'll get out of the adventure like that. And the growth and value that I got uh, as a seventh going into eighth grader as well, uh, going that I got to go on a, an international trip to France and it was self-transformative. And so I'm excited for Wes to get to Cota Costa Rica and experience that sense of travel adventure. Now, another way that people find adventure is through extreme sports and going on an adrenaline junkie adventure, physical endurance. Now we love the adrenaline adventures in the form of safely harnessed uh, ropes courses, but you're welcome to go out and snowboard and be extreme or jump out of a helicopter. You do you, whatever brings you that sense of adventure. Now I wanna just cover a last couple few here. Volunteering and service adventures can be really transformative. Wes is, is uh, mm -hmm. combining the travel adventure and the volunteer service adventure for a, a maximum impact. So excited to hear about his development from that. The other one is personal development and skill building adventures. Some of the most transformative adventures Shyla and I have had have been those in the name of personal development. And then of course, solo expeditions, self-discovery adventures that you take to get to know you from your sister Kay would highly recommend getting out there and trying some solo travel. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been an adventure of an episode. Exciting indeed. Uh, alongside all of you. You. We love you. We appreciate you. We hope that you're gearing up for some big and small adventures of your own. And keep in mind that this comes at you with so much love from your sisters, Kay and Shai. This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.